Hello and welcome to another episode of the Cricket and the King podcast, the podcast where Jesus is the answer to everything and we are constantly expanding on that point. I'm your host Ben, back after a long, long break, and today we are going to discuss Psalm 33. So, without further ado, I'm going to read it and then I'm going to blather on for a little bit and uh, hopefully it's, it's some coherent sense that is helpful to someone. So, without further ado... As I said before, and made further ado, oh, whatever, let's just get into this. Psalm 33, sing joyfully to the Lord, you righteous. It is fitting for the upright to praise him. Praise the Lord with the harp. Make music to him on the ten-string lyre. Sing to him a new song. Play skillfully and shout for joy. For the word of the Lord is right and true. He is faithful in all he does. The Lord loves righteousness and justice. The earth is full of his unfailing love. By the word of the Lord the heavens were made, their starry hosts by the breath of his mouth. He gathers the waters of the sea into jars. He puts the deep into storehouses. Let all the earth fear the Lord. Let all the people of the world revere him. For he spoke, and it came to be. He commanded, and it stood firm. The Lord foils the plans of the nations. He thwarts the purposes of the peoples. But the plans of the Lord stand firm forever, the purposes of his heart through all generations. Blessed is the nation whose God is the Lord, the people he chose for his inheritance. From heaven the Lord looks down and sees all mankind. From his dwelling place he watches all who live on earth, he who forms the hearts of all, who considers everything they do. No king is saved by the size of his army. No warrior escapes by his great strength. A horse is a vain hope for deliverance. Despite all its great strength, it cannot save. But the eyes of the Lord are on those who fear him on those who, whose hope is in his unfailing love, to deliver them from death and keep them alive in famine. We wait in hope for the Lord. He is our help and our shield. In him our hearts rejoice, for we trust in his holy name. May your unfailing love be with us, Lord, even as we put our hope in you. Whew, strong, strong psalm there. I don't know who wrote that one. Probably David. He wrote like most of the psalms. Anyway, I'm back. I took a bit of a break uh, for a couple reasons. I didn't feel like I had anything good to say, really, with all of the weird things that are going on in the world. And also, I'll uh, just level with you. I got a PS4, been super distracted, playing Ghost Recon Wildlands, taking down El Sueño in the Bolivian cartel. It's a good time. It's a good time. But that's not what we're here for. We're here for Jesus, not shooter video games. Some of you are like, you're unsanctified. I'm like, nah. It's a, it's a good time. Tom Clancy, Ghost Recon Wildlands is a good game. So it's probably, you know, everything to the pure, all things are pure. So I was just taking down the cartel in the name of the Lord on a fake video game that kept me from doing productive things. So maybe it's less pure than I think. Anyway, <laughs> um, yeah, that psalm is so fitting, I think, for these times. Because I've heard a lot of stuff that's like uh, very, I don't want to say conspiratorial, um, but very like, there's something, something isn't right, you know, people are plotting, there's going to be a one world government, this is the end times, ah, everybody's freaking out. I personally am not freaking out, although I don't usually freak out, I mean sometimes, but this doesn't seem like a circumstance under which I should freak out, because the 
the parameters within my control are very few and far between. I choose to interact with people in a healthy way, you know, and still, still respect uh, the boundaries put in place. Um, you know, I, I'm not super afraid because I believe in the healing of Jesus Christ and I believe in, uh, in myself as being a new creation under the reign and rule of Christ and, and receiving what he paid for. But I also don't believe in, uh, as Jesus said, testing the Lord, your God. I don't think I'm going to go kissing active cases of COVID on the mouth and being like, God will save me. So I, you know, there's balance in all these things, but there's not really a reason to panic. But with the, with the end times weirdness, people are saying, oh, people are making plans and there's all these things that are going to happen and it's getting so hard and the church is getting persecuted and it's bad. But I just want to draw our attention to verse 10 here in Psalm 33. It said, the Lord foils the plans of the nations. He thwarts the purposes of the people's. But the plans of the Lord stand firm forever, the purposes of his heart through all generations. That was verse 11 as well. I just felt like I should read that. So as we watch these people make plans, maybe devious, I don't know. I don't, you know, I'm not going to judge the motives of, you know, the rulers of our nations. I don't see what's going on, but, but they might be making plans. And no matter how nefarious, their plans will not stand against the plan of the Lord. Um evil may occur due to human choice, but we have God's purpose. We know that our ultimate goal is to love people and be conduits of God's love to society and show his heart for people. And what his heart is, is, is love. It's healing. It's forgiveness. It's new life. It's redemption. And that's never going to change. It doesn't matter if the world goes to quote unquote hell in a handbasket or if a one world government shows up or if there's a massive conspiracy and all rights are being taken away and you know, Oh, it's, it's so bad. It's so scary. It's, it doesn't matter. Our center focus doesn't change. God is eternal. He's watched bubonic plague unfold and that killed a third of the earth. He watched, Oh, I can't remember what it's called, but anyway, there was another plague and that killed, uh, I think 40% of people. And, and he's watched all these things happen and he's not causing them. You know, he's like, there's a lot of the law of reaping and sowing, like humanity is not doing great things. And, um, they're, they're sowing a lot of that, uh, <laughs> uh, sowing to the flesh, you know, and from the flesh, they reap destruction and the spirit desires what is contrary to the flesh and all that. So I'm not saying like, there's not an element of, of like, we were told about this, we were warned about this, but it's not, it's not a, it's not a end goal. This isn't, you know, a lot of people say like, this is God's judgment on the earth or whatever. I don't, I don't think that's true. You know, there's, there's some, there's some pieces in this epidemic that I find really interesting, you know, such as if you smoke, you're at a very high risk, um, to have your, uh, lungs, uh, bond to it and, and, produce pneumonia in your system and then of course it progresses to having a ventilator if you're obese there's a lot of so you know stewarding your body comes into play here if we're if we're diligent uh, in how we treat our bodies in how we eat how we sleep and and work out and all that stuff 
you know, that we're going to, we're going to reap the health benefits of that and the immunity, you know, there's natural, uh, natural things our body has in place to, to fight disease. We got our white blood cells and our immune systems. And, you know, that's not to say that we even have to catch it, but just, just there is, there is an element of reaping and sowing where it's not, it's not God. And, and people using this people using this as a, to say it's a judgment from God, I think is weird. I didn't actually think I was going to go here. I thought I was going somewhere else, but this is where I feel led. I don't think that God is judging people with this. I think people are realizing um, how purposeless they are when you get pulled away from the distractions of work and uh, the distractions of paying bills and, and suddenly you have no money and there's no finances and and you're you're just living day to day with the with your family and you see that your life ultimately doesn't have a lot of purpose and direction i think people are going to be very very curious about the things of god and and i think this is a really good opportunity for believers to be the church to love people and to speak truth in love, even if it's not what people want to hear, uh, even if it's upsetting to some, God, God's purposes are not going to be stopped. Christ will be made known while this is happening. He will continue to be made known afterwards, you know, through him, for him, all things were made. And, and we're bringing Jesus to people. It's a strange concept, but I think people are realizing that these are strange times and there's nothing weirder than people freaking out and shutting down society and nothing's going to heal things or fix things uh, in the realm of human control. Uh, there's a lot of damage done with choices made by individual nations and choices made by individuals and and even problems that were caused by shutting all of the business down. I know a lot of small businesses are going under right now. I know a lot of people are financially struggling and God, God loves people, his unfailing love. You know, uh, I know in this time for me, there's been a ton of blessing, just unbelievable amounts of blessing, uh, financially even, which is strange. Um, because there is, there's a lot of turmoil out there financially but God, in his unfailing love, has blessed me and my wife and my children financially right now. Uh, he's blessed us with some new new things for our home. You know, not expensive things, but I built a, I built a desk, um, and that's been really enjoyed by my wife. And, and like I said, I got a PS4, and that, that's a pretty big purchase for us. We don't usually spend that kind of money, but my daughter's been able to watch, you know, Elephants on Disney Plus and... and Paw Patrol. I don't know if you guys know Paw Patrol, but if you ever become a parent, or if you are a parent, it's uh, it's a show about dogs, and I can sing the theme song right now. I don't think it would be helpful. I don't think that's why you signed on to the podcast, but anyway, I know all the Paw Patrol theme song lyrics, but but anyway, she's been able to enjoy that, even though she hasn't been able to see her friends, and and my wife's been able to watch some, some movies, um, you know, some comedy movies. We laugh laugh together and go on little dates, you know, movie dates, sit on the couch and, 
and watch a movie together. And so, you know, the PS4 has been a, a blessing and, and it's, it's in this time that we realize that our hope is in God, or if it's not, and we find ourselves very challenged and, um, gloom and doomy, we can turn. I think people sometimes feel dirty, (laughs) if that's the right way to put it, turning to God in a crisis like they're using him. But you know, he's always there and he doesn't need a reason for you to turn to him. And I hope that if you do choose to seek the Lord in a new way in this time, that you you persevere in that even when times get better, even when, um, when your job is back and your finances are back in order. And I, I don't know, I don't know, uh, how this is going to end, but I know that God's, God's hand is, is in this, you know, he is blessing people and he is preparing people and he's stirring hearts and he's always available, you know? Um, I just, I don't think that the plans of man will stand against the plans of God. I don't think that this is a judgment from God on the earth. Um, You know, the one who fears is not yet made perfect in love because perfect love casts out fear. That's what it says in the word. And another thing is that in this time, I think there's some real opportunity to be in the word, to be, to be seeking God, not that you don't have a relationship with him all the time and you're not always able to talk to him, but to just be more intentional with your quiet time. I know I've found it very hard with distractions, but, but still I have so much, so many hours in the day. Um, it, it takes all of 10 minutes to read a whole chapter or a whole book of the Bible, you know, like, like one of the short ones in like the Pauline epistles are pretty short. You know, you got like Ephesians, I think Ephesians is seven chapters or something. And then Colossians is like four and, and you got, you know, uh, James five chapters and all the short ones, you, you, you know, it doesn't take very long to get through, but they're, they're so chock full of good information and being in the word is so important. Um, because that's one of the primary ways we know the will of God, um, you know, the will of God made, made known to us through Christ, uh, in him, he purposed all things. Yeah. So it's, it's just, it's a really unique situation, but I think the outlook can always remain positive because we put our hope in the Lord He's always faithful. His love is unfailing. He doesn't suddenly stop loving. There isn't suddenly a bad thing going on and he's like, oh, I don't love society and people anymore. It's God is love. In him there is no darkness. And and we just, ah, we can enter into that and we can be a part of something beautiful during this time. And I want to encourage people uh, who don't know him, uh, You, he's perfectly available. Um, the only thing preventing you is your, um, unbelief, I guess. (laughs) Those that want to come to God must believe he exists and that he rewards those who earnestly seek him. Go earnestly seek God, put down what you think you know, and, 
and ask him to reveal himself because he's good and he'll show himself to you. He'll demonstrate himself to you and, and he loves you so, so much. Uh, and he wants, I, I've explained this before, but I always feel like I have to caveat. I don't believe that God, you know, we come to Christ for what we can get from him. It's not about receiving all the blessings and the gifts. Those are great things. And I am a recipient of many of the blessings of God. And he has blessed me financially. He's blessed me spiritually. He's blessed me with beautiful children and a beautiful wife and, um, and, you know, toys like my PS4 and, and even nice furniture. Um, and it's, but it's, it's never on my terms and I also don't hold on to those things. And I've also had to learn to die to myself. There is, I have learned to be content in all things. Like Paul says, whether hungry or well-fed, you know, whether in plenty or in want. And I've, I've been in want. My wife and I have been in seasons of want. But, but we die to ourselves. That's what coming to Jesus is. It's giving up your life for his it's putting down your presuppositions and your expectations of what should be and following him, entering into an active relationship with him whereby he speaks to you both through his word and by his spirit. You submit your life to him and you pursue him as Lord, meaning he leads you. He's, you know, he says jump and you say how high and that is the and, and it's out of that that you realize that jumping is your created value. I know I know that's like a, a weird analogy, but, but I just mean you won't know what you're made for until you allow him to show you and you allow him to be Lord. That's the only way. And your life is going to be purposeless and empty no matter what you do, no matter what you achieve, no matter what you pursue. Without him, you will be nothing. <laughs> and you will hate yourself <laughs> because there's so much available. And it's worth it. I, I know I'm going off on a tangent, but I'm just really passionate about relationship with Christ. I don't know who needs to hear this. I don't know if anybody's even going to listen to this. I just know that Jesus is the answer. And and many people are in a place where they are realize, realizing the emptiness and futility of their existence. And Christ is what it's all about, man. It is about knowing him and because of our knowledge of him, I don't talk like this because I'm crazy, indoctrinated. I mean, some people might think that, and I, I always laugh. But but I say this because I have a personal relationship with God. I know him. <laughs> and that's why I know how much he loves not only me, but other people. And that's what what um, pushes me to express these things and, and put them on a podcast on the internet for all of the world to hear, <laughs> you know, I can't redact, I can't redact this content. Um, and I, but I'm not afraid. I'm not afraid to talk about this. I have people be mad at me and say that, uh, you know, that God doesn't love them or God's not for them, or you found your path or what is truth. You know, truth is truth is math, and there's spiritual truth just like there's truth in math. You know, one plus one equals two, whether you can see it or not. And so if there is an answer for the meaning of life, I know that it's found in Christ, and nobody has shown me a better path. Nobody that I know has a relationship with God in the way 
not not in the way that I do. Other believers do, of course, but I'm saying no other path. It is only through Christ that we come to true relationship with God. And that's just how it is. And um, thank you for listening. I hope this was encouraging. I went on several tangents. Hopefully they were moderately useful uh, and impassioned you to go seek God because he loves you and he wants to know you. Anyway, Jesus is the answer to everything. He's the answer to this time and he'll be the answer for all time. And man's plans, remember what it says, Psalm 33, man's plans won't prevail against the Lord. The Lord will have his way um, and we just trust in his unfailing love. And through that, he guides us and we are able to express his love to others. Anyway, blessings and uh, have a great evening, afternoon, morning, whatever, whatever time you happen to be listening to this. And I will uh, talk to Talk to you guys and ramble on about something else at some point later. Anyway, blessings. Bye.